Welcome to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Hey guys, I'm Jasmine. A registered dental hygienist. What does your tongue say about you? Traveler, fashionista, and home lover. She's obsessed with teeth. There's my teeth. And loves making people smile. <laughs> Enlightening, honest, funny. Sweet Jiminy Crickets. And always true to herself. Don't compare yourself to others. This is Just Floss It. Now, here's Jasmine. Welcome, y'all. You're here with Jasmine, a.k.a. Just Fawcett Podcast, and I am so stoked to have you. I know I say that every week, but I truly do love having you guys come on in and listen to my voice. Even though I am not American Idol, I feel pretty darn close to it. I practice in the shower and in the car singing, and I don't practice these podcasts, although probably I should, but I'm now recapping, um, let's see, my introductory introductionary how do you say that introductory am i saying that wrong to my husband paul capra anyways you know what in the world i'm saying and last time i did an interview with my husband and he didn't answer your questions about how we met but he did answer a lot of questions about how we created and came up with just faucet hey babe what's up guys <laughs> I don't know why I just look at you and I laugh because you're so darn cute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you want to start? Well, I guess last time we basically talked about everything to do with how we started Just Boss It. I kept trying to bribe you to talk about how we met and how, like, where, why, how, everything in the inside scoop, but you didn't want to give the deets out. Yeah, I think the last time I was on the podcast, I think you pulled me aside. Oh, Theodore is currently scratching at our door because he wants to come in. He is like a two-year-old, and he doesn't want to be left alone. (laughs) If you don't know who Theodore is, Theodore is our latest addition to our family. He is our 11-week-old Labradoodle Theodore Roosevelt Capra. What did you call him? The Great? (laughs) Yeah, The Great. Uh, he goes by many names, though. Theo, Baba, Bobby. Um, oh, when he's a bad boy, bad boy. <laughs> and he's in the biting stage. Yeah, so literally last time I think I was on the podcast, I think I was getting at, you think you pulled me aside and you said how disappointed you were in such a lackluster performance and how I went off track. I and did guys, not hold do up, that. Hold up, hold up. You are exagerating, which means exaggerating in Spanish. Did you or did you not pull me aside? I didn't pull you aside, but yes, we had a little talk. See, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) You're you're funny, bunny. So are we going to give them the juicy on that, or are we going to talk about some more controversial stuff? Um, Controversial? Yeah, I mean, you want to dip that route? What route? You want to hot route it? No, I want to stay in the good lane. You want to jump on GameStop while it's hot? No, we ain't jumping on GameStop while it's hot. Can you stop investing in stocks? You don't want to go to the moon. What? You do not want to go to the moon is what you're telling me. What moon? Why the moon? I think I'm good on going to the moon. I'm very content on Earth. Sweetie. What? All right. So here's what I got. We can talk about something a little bit more controversial. No, I don't want to do it. And you don't have to. You can give me a little head nod up and down. Guys, I'm not nodding. Side. I'm nodding my head side to side, not up and down, all around. 
Okay. All right. Let's let's save Can that. Can we talk about really quick how you got me the cutest shoes in the entire world that I've been wanting? I sent you like a low key slid up in your DMs and gave you a hint, hint, wink, wink as to the Converse platforms that are like sold out everywhere that I wanted. <laughs> and you got them for me. I'm so happy. They're so darn cute. I got the high top uh, platform Converse in black and I'm obsessed. Obsessed. So thank you. Yeah, no, I think you wanted the Air Force Ones, the all whites. Um, I think I went with something that, you know, you could wear a little bit more often with your style. Which if you guys are thinking down. about getting them, they run a little bit big. So size down. But uh, that was an easy no doubter. Uh, pull the trigger on some shoes because you never buy anything for yourself. So thank you. Anyways, let's get to it. Okay. You want to start? No, how about you start? You give the cheese and the crackers with how we met, and uh, where did we meet? Well, I think at the time that was 2014, wasn't it? 13. Was it 13? Yeah, 13. We're in 21, so that was eight years ago. Eight years ago, I was 22 years old. You got me at a little baby. Yeah, so that was the same year that I used to drive a Toyota Tacoma double cab. And I think that was the year I, I actually got into a car accident and hit my head. My head went through the windshield on the freeway. I hit a parked car with its lights off at night, and the car was black. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, shortly after, I met, I met you. And not to mention... That was also coincidentally right after I looked at a dental school in Guanajuato where my dad went to school. He was attending a school in Leon. I think it's called Universidad de la Salle. It's in Guanajuato and it's a dental school that a lot of Americans attend to receive their dental license and to become a dentist. And actually two weeks to me walking into Trader Joe's, I was debating on up and moving my entire life to Mexico to be with my dad to attend the same dental school a semester or two right behind him. Right, right. So picture this. You being able to meet a guy or a girl in a public face without wearing a mask. <laughs> I don't even know what that's like anymore. I'm really glad I got to meet you without a mask. I know. That was before... Masks wow. were a thing. It's crazy. Really crazy. So one day my mom, every weekend, she did the traditional chores and traditional errands of going to Target, Home Goods, Wally, aka Walmart, and then finally closing it off with Trader Joe's. And <laughs> you were with your stepdad. I was actually with my stepdad, my sister, and my mom. We were in the car on the way to Trader Joe's. My mom parks the car, and we all keep our seatbelts on except my mom, which meant that we were staying in the car while she finished her grocery shopping because we were just exhausted from all her errands, and none of us really wanted to go into Trader Joe's. I asked my mom to get some shaving cream. But she gave me this look of like the mango, puppy eyes, mango the mango shaving cream, which you've never you tried. Yeah. Trader Joe's mango shaving cream. I'm obsessed and I use it every single time I shave. It feels like you are 
somehow conditioning your body as you shave and it feels so dang good. Yeah, Trader Joe's is known for their radio ads, but this is not one of them. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not sponsored by them. I wish they would because we have a great story behind it. Um, so my mom gave me the puppy eyes. I gave in and walked into Trader Joe's to get my mango shaving cream. I really wasn't paying attention to my surroundings. I'll be completely honest with you. Uh, I was busy on my phone and um, my mom was ready to check out. I continued to stay on my phone texting my best friend Zenab and I don't even know what we were texting about. Again, this was eight years ago. And uh, all of a sudden, this guy is ringing up our items. I could hear that it's a guy because you asked my mother how her weekend was going. And my mom gave you details after details that really probably weren't necessary. But she gave them to you anyways about how much laundry and loads of laundry she had to do, where we had just gone, what we did over the entire weekend. And I don't think you asked for those complete details. And I raised my head off of my phone, and all of a sudden, you are looking at me, scanning every single item without moving your attention or eyes off of me, and I felt like I was in a scene of a movie. <laughs> and at that point, your lady that was bagging the groceries for you, my mom, and the people behind us stopped everything they were doing, and everybody was paying attention to us. And you interrupted my mom as she was describing our weekend and told her, I don't mean to be rude, ma'am, but I think your daughter is gorgeous. No, that's right. I did interrupt her. You did. I stopped her. <laughs> I forgot about that. Not really. <laughs> well, let me remind you how you uh, basically blurted that out. I, I was cherry bright red. And I don't know how a Mexican or a brown girl like me can turn cherry bright red. I think it was because you weren't paying attention and I was trying to captivate you. <laughs> well, it worked because I put my phone away and... And what did you say? I'm so embarrassed to admit this though. Do we have to? What did you... What was the first sentence you said? <sighs> Guys, I don't know what I was thinking at that moment in time, but I was just like... Uh, I like your tattoos. <laughs> what went through your head when I said that? Because I don't really think I looked at your tattoos. I just saw something on your arm. Well, your perspective was different from mine. And I saw it happen before it actually had happened. So what I'm saying is that by the time that you, you're describing it from sort of a third person. Mm-hmm. But I actually was a checker at the time, and the hour was top of the hour, so it was like 5 o'clock on the dot. And my relief, Marla at the time, was supposed to take over my register, and I was done checking people out. I was done as a cashier at that hour. So you weren't even supposed to check my mother and I out? Correct. Oh. So I told... As I saw, I looked up and as I was punching out off the register and logging out of my numbers, I realized that this pretty little Latina girl <laughs> with Converse on. I was I, wearing Converse. I thought, this girl's my swag. Maybe, let's see what happens. So I turned to Marla and I tell her, as I was like, hey, Marla, Marla, listen, just bag for me. 
<laughs> and I'll never forget what she said. She she was like, huh? Wait. And I was like, just bag. And she was like, she looked around confused and I told her three times, just bag, please. <laughs> so she bags casually. She preps her bag as the next order comes up and it's you and your mom, but you haven't looked up yet. Mm -hmm. And your mom, who is, if you know her mom, she's actually does not look like Jasmine. And uh, yeah, my mom has very fair skin, colored eyes, and kind of dirty blonde, brownish hair. And we look nothing alike other than maybe our physical features. So right. I don't know how you even knew she was my mom. Theodore, hold. Theodore. Oh, God, now Stop. you get to hear us reprimanding our child. So, your mom is first one up, and we start conversing. Hi, how's it going? How's your day? She starts, you know, overindulging in the conversation, and, you know, we start talking. I, I do a lot of listening. And her mom is extremely nice. Mm -hmm. She's oversharing. <laughs> She was just letting you know about our weekend. Which told me that, you know, she was interested in having a conversation. So I took full advantage of it. <laughs> I saw that, you know, I, I don't know, daughter, I, I don't remember how exactly that conversation went down. But I wasn't sure at the time if she was your mom or, you know, sister. <laughs> wink, wink, Don. <laughs> oh, are you trying to gain brownie points for my mom? You already hooked me in. But the, but what I'm getting at here is either way, I had no idea. And so I stopped her mid-combo and I, I told her, I said, hey, listen, I, I don't want to be rude, but I think your daughter is gorgeous. And at that point, you know, Jasmine had looked up for the first time, really, this whole time, which was probably a couple minutes at least. Um, and, you know, she was stuttering through, I like your tattoos. Yeah. And then we said our goodbyes. And I began walking out the door with my mom. And as we got to the opening of the doors where they slid opposite, sides to open my mom i was just so embarrassed i wanted to up and run out of the store but i had to act cool calm and collected you know i gotta be a confidant and uh my mom was like jasmine are you gonna go back in and get his number i was like mom i just want to go home this whole situation was so awkward <laughs> And I'm so embarrassed. And please, I just want to go home. Now, to give you a backstory, my mom and I never really talked about boys. So this whole scene, I was just, I was lost for words, to be honest with you. And my mom was like, I really think you should go back in and get his number. And I said, Mom, I have never, ever asked for a guy's number. And it ain't happening today. And she was like, fine, I'll go back in and get his number. I was like, no, it's even more embarrassing for your mom to go back in and get this guy's number. And so 
she was like, I'm just going to go back in. I don't care what you say. She ended up going back into you. And I guess the story would go back to you at this point because I wasn't there for this part. I know she took our receipt because I still have the receipt with your number on it. You still got that? Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I do. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, she comes like hustling through the door like you could tell she was on a mish. She was on a mish. And then if you don't know Dawn, she's really squared away, OCD. You go into her closet and she has Tupperware pieces broken down, filing cabinets. Like, there's no dirt or dust on her desks. She was on a mission and she was ready to play matchmaker that day. <laughs> but the reason I didn't say anything about furthering any potential of Jasmine and I being together was because I figured that wouldn't be the last time I see her. And that if I were to be the guy who prints out that piece of paper on extra receipt paper and writes down my phone number and is like, here, then my first initial thought is, well, how many times have we seen this before? How many times has this guy done that before? Is this a trustable relationship moving forward? Like, all those thoughts had crossed my mind, and I had a feeling that this one was going to be different. And I wanted to respect it long term and trust it and show my trust right away from the start. So when she came through the door, she asked me. My mother asked you. Yeah. Yeah. Dawn asked me, um, hey, what are your intentions with her? And I think I was kind of startled that she came in. <laughs> so hot on me like she approached me like without hesitation and I think what had happened was I, I think I had said well is she 18 and I kind of froze up and I didn't like entirely mean to say that I think it just came out yeah that's a weird response but I understand where you're coming from yeah I was just trying to protect and what did my, my mom say to you protect all my assets at that point <laughs> <laughs> what did my mother say to you? She said, well, what do you mean is she 18? You're the one that hit on her. Yeah, you're the one that actually hit on her. So I was like, well, you know, you're right. Um, here's my phone number. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I gave her my phone number. and Now it was all in my hands. And that was it. That was it. That worked like uh, probably till 1030 that night, but... Every hour had passed that I was working produce. I had thought, well, <laughs> here it is. If she doesn't text me in the next 24 hours, then I think I'm out on this. <laughs> okay, so then my side of the story after that was that I got home. I called my best friend, Zanab, and I was like, you will never believe what just happened. My mom just found my husband. <laughs> and she started laughing and I was like, but I can't text this guy or call this guy because it sounds, seems so desperate. Like my mom went and got his number. I explained to her the whole story. We were laughing. I think I even like lurked you and stalked you on social media to see what I could find. All I knew was that your name was 
Paul Capra because you wrote it on the paper. And um, she, Zainab told me basically, don't play games with him or else he's just going to play games with you back. And I listened. I was going to wait, honestly, a couple days to text you. And I'm really glad I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to be honest, and for the record, um, I kind of hold a little bit of stubbornness. I get it from my dad, a lot of it. Um, But I would hold that to you. If Uh, I would have waited? If you would have waited... But see, I only wanted to wait because I didn't want to seem desperate. No, and I'm saying if if you had waited, I probably would have been like, all right, let's let's bang and let's get it out of the way and move forward with our lives. Oh, my God. Did you just say that? Well, I'm saying, in other words, do you want to treat this relationship like a relationship or do you want to treat it like... Yeah, I get what you're saying. At the same time... I think society puts a lot of pressure on women to act and behave a certain way or else we push men away. So I was really nervous that if I was extremely aggressive, then we wouldn't be together or you wouldn't like that. Well, you ended up liking it. We texted and you quickly responded with a date and time for a date the following day. And that is when you told me that we were going to make it official. (laughs) And somehow I fell for it and really liked it. And <laughs> I didn't say we're going to make it official. Babe, you told me. No, what you I said, no, no, no. What had you happened? Said, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You had said that I was no longer to talk to any other guys, that it was just you and I. Did you or did you not? What I had said uh-huh. was exactly this I said, I know you're dating. <laughs> I said, do yourself a favor, text them tomorrow, tell Yo, Theodore. come on, we're on the live podcast recording. I said, do yourself a favor, call, text them tomorrow, and let them know that it's over. <laughs> Moving forward, I am your relationship, and we're a thing. Yeah, you did say that. It's okay, bud. I just shortened it, that's all. That's all. I just knew what I wanted. And my goal was that I wanted to make it a point. Theodore, it's okay, bud. I know you're dreaming. (laughs) I wanted to make it a point that I wanted this and I wanted us to be a thing. And I wanted a relationship with you and I wanted to try it out and give myself up to trying it out right away. Can we just talk about how... Two weeks later after we had met, maybe even three, it was definitely early on in our relationship, you had met my dad and my dad had never, my dad has met two of my previous relationships before, but he had never asked them this question upon meeting them. And I remember we were sitting on the couch at his home, us on opposite sides of him, obviously, on a separate couch. And he point blank looked at you straight in the face and said, what are your intentions with my daughter? Do you remember your response? Mm-mm. You said, I plan on marrying your daughter. And we were only on week two or three. And it sounds wild, but guys, both of us just knew we wanted to be in each other's lives. And that we were going to do whatever it took to make that happen 
take to make that happen? I don't know what I was saying. Yeah, no, and, and we we held true to it. And I think we, we were talking about maybe, you know, getting married a little bit sooner than we actually did. But, you know, I'm glad it kind of all worked out the way it did. And we took our time with it and we waited and we got to know each other's family. And, you know, you got to meet my family. I got to spend a lot of time with your family, both sides. Mm-hmm. And uh, our our love for each other just just grew more and more the more time we spent and we spent every day <sighs> i think we spent every day <laughs> every day we you you proposed to me after a year and a half of dating and we got married a year after that so about two and a half years of dating engagement mm-hmm. we got married where little house in the prairie was filmed in simi valley and it was one of the no. most Stop. Precious moments of my life. No. <laughs> He's so cute. Theodore is so cute. He's getting in trouble right now as we speak. And yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm super. Yeah, you said you wanted to get married in somewhere special. You had shown me inspirational pictures and locations. But at the time, it was just like ranches, cottages. And yeah, that farm- was all that was available, farm, farm places. Farm. And so houses were really in back then. So I had this location that we had shot at prior to meeting Jasmine and it was a film location and it was this isolated road that went up the backside of a couple mountains. It was literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You had to drive like two, three miles in dirt just to get to the location. Oh, and another backstory to this for our wedding was when we planned our wedding that year, that was actually the year that I didn't get accepted into dental hygiene school. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a blessing in disguise, which I didn't know at the time that it wasn't my time to get into the program because it was my time to marry you and focus on that. And I think that if I would have been in the program during that time, it would have taken away from that precious special but your life's like since then and before then has been non-stop so since we first met kind of after we gotten to know each other um the marriage your attempt to get into school and then the following year you getting into school after being on the waiting list the previous year and not getting in what do they call that the way, the I way. don't know what they call it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. So if someone had dropped out, you would have gotten Yeah, in, I was on the wait list. And um, I guess my point of the story is there's a reason, one more reason why everything happens. And I think that the reason I wasn't meant to be in the program that year was just so that I could enjoy our marriage the first year. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, I haven't looked hey, back since. No. <laughs> Paul's yelling at Theodore no, again. <laughs> the only way he stops biting is if you blow on his face, and it is the funniest thing ever. He just like pauses and Theodore. <laughs> Theodore, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've had a puppy, but this is uh, my first puppy, and it's a lot of work. He's like a two-year-old. Yeah, he's basically a human. We're basically practicing with for a child right now through a dog. 
Yeah, and you just got back from, or we just got back from visiting three states. Um, we sure did. Tennessee, Texas, and Idaho. For your 30th birthday. Theodore, stop. And it was a really special time. I really enjoyed Tennessee. And it is so funny because you actually told me when I wanted to visit Tennessee, you're like, I don't know why you want to visit there so badly. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> and you're like, I don't think you're going to like it as much as you think you will. And sure enough, I fell in love. And I've never, I can't stop dreaming of Tennessee right now. Yeah, Tennessee's great. Um, Texas is great, and so is Idaho. Um, they all have different qualities. Um, I think... It was a great time. It was a great break from life in general. And, you know, as much as we couldn't do a lot of things due to COVID, mm, yeah. we were able to spend a lot of alone time and maybe just time doing absolutely nothing, which was what we needed. Yeah, just, and driving. Just getting food to go and getting fat. Yeah, I think I put on five pounds easily. <laughs> but it was so nice uh, to be able to tell you guys our story. Um, my husband is a part of my life, he is a part of just Splosset. And I love that you guys embrace my husband and love him just as much as I do. I really, really appreciate that from you guys. And I hope that you get to see us grow our family one day. You're here now watching us grow it as we speak with Penelope and Theodore. And I just, I love them both so much. And I love you, babe. Oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> well, that's a wrap, guys. Uh, we are so stoked to film yet another podcast together. And we hope to eventually express more of our journey with you guys and share more of it and keep you guys along with us right yeah absolutely uh stay safe wear your ppe wear your ppe wash your hands um keep those mean karens out and keep the good vibes going until next time guys uh, go ahead and send me some DMs with some topic discussions that you want me to speak of, and I'd be happy to talk about them for you. And I love you guys so much. Happy week. Happy life. Bye-bye. Enlightening, honest, and funny. You've been listening to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Keep up with Jasmine at justflossit.com and follow her on Instagram and TikTok at Just Floss It. Thanks for listening.